now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the October 20th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, just glad that James Ellsworth is not our champion. Man, uh, I, James Ellsworth uh, had an exciting match with AJ Styles and has uh, really gotten over. Uh, who's more over, James Ellsworth or Roman Reigns? Uh, Ellsworth, yeah. Who has better music? Ellsworth. Ellsworth has better music than, Roman, or than, uh, than Seth Rollins, that's ah. for sure. Ah. Definitely. Um, yes, yeah, uh, the James Ellsworth phenomenon did not culminate in a win, uh, championship victory, but he did defeat AJ Styles again, James. So, do we, are we, what do, what do you think we're going to see from, uh, Mr. Ellsworth going forward? Um, he'll probably get beat up really badly, he'll be gone, and he might show up at the Rumble. To I fight think- whoever beat him up? No, just he'll just be entering in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I would I would have someone take him out and then you know have him in the ring like you know the classic. I'll take any motherfucker on that comes out there and then James Ellsworth comes for his but revenge. It's, but it's got to be somebody you think can actually get revenge, not a squirrel. Right. And, you know, it's got to be somebody like the Miz gets mad, it, right? It, it's got to be kind of like when Jericho showed up to, to, for Ziggler. It yeah. got to be something like that. Like it's on. Yeah, um, like, but, like or when Triple H showed up for Roman Reigns just last year, yeah, or just this year actually, yeah. Um, but it's been like uh, we oh, missed one week. Yeah, we missed one week. Um, let's see what what do we have happened in that week? Uh, we had Monday Night Raw. Um, I guess we can start there. Do we have to? I mean, um, Goldberg. Okay. Uh, what else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty much the first match and the last match. Or yeah. the first match and then the... Uh, and I have some shit to say about the Cruiserweights, too. Um, Goldberg. I was on this podcast the last time we did it, and I was not very receptive to the whole Goldberg-Lesnar uh, idea. Um, I did not hate the Goldberg segment um, on Monday. I thought it was very well done. It felt real. And it felt... Like, as soon as I started seeing everybody clap when he was walking by, and then when he walked through that smoke, and it was just like, damn. Like, like I didn't know, like, I would like this this much. And then they played the real WCW music yeah. with it, which was probably the highlight uh, of it for me. And Bill Goldberg cut the best promo of his life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What, what did you make of this whole whole thing, James? Okay, so uh, I missed it. Uh, I didn't watch it live. I ended up missing like the first five minutes of Ron. I said, eh, "What's the point? I'll just watch it later." And uh, I ended up watching the YouTube of the entrance, and I was like, "Yo!" And I had like the biggest like dumb nostalgic smile on my face, <laughs> so I couldn't wait to watch Raw. So I downloaded it immediately and started watching it um, later on. So I uh, 
I I'm watching and I'm really, 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 really just like just like in a nostalgic like haze. Like I just it was just I'm just like just just so happy to see him. I mean, I was and then like the crowd, like the fact that the crowd cared that he was that uh, cared about who he was was back and didn't see the emotion and like you know this is a guy that like last his last very last match in WWE like he got booed out this out the stadium yeah and, and stunned and, yeah that too and uh, so he's back and like he you can see that he's so happy it's almost, it almost reminds me of kind of like um when Warrior came back yeah it's like he was just like it's kind of like you know you hear old timers talk about like when you know when you know they're not in the big show anymore. Yeah, and then like it's been time, and they wonder if like the crowd people still care, or and they then, like, remember him. Yeah, and then like you know, and then he he's there, and he he gets that kind of you know standing. He gets like the you know the the cheers and the chants, and like for for so long before he can even get to the mic, and you just see like you forget like yeah, this dude was literally like one of the biggest stars during one of the biggest boom eras in all of wrestling. Like yeah. He was literally, if not, he was literally one of the three biggest guys at the time. And he was the biggest guy on his side of the of the, of the war. Yeah, and they fucked it up. But he was literally, he was literally in '98. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's Oscar because he wasn't. Because you know, there's, there's, you know, he was, he was, but he was, he was, he was. I would say he's bigger than Rock at the time. Yeah, yeah, Rock wasn't there yet. I mean, he got there. Yeah, toward, he, you he, know, he ended up getting nine, there. He got there, but like he was clearly. Like the number two guy during that era, and I mean that's you know, why do you think they keep putting out all, bringing back all these era, attitude era guys and keep t- bring, talking about the Monday Night Wars and everything? It's like there's money to be to be made. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. Um, and by but I, I'm, I'm just I, I'm I at first was just like I don't want to see another Brock Lesnar match, especially against um against Goldberg. But you know, by the time by the time it was over, I was like. Okay, you got me fine. And maybe Let's just maybe it. Goldberg is the best opponent for Lesnar right now, so we don't have to sacrifice anybody else on the roster to him. <laughs> maybe just maybe that's like that's he's a good opponent oh, for that mean, reason. Oh, you mean being the holy hell out of the twelve time champion? Uh, yes, wasn't a good idea. Making him look like a job guy, um, and just busting his head open and giving him a concussion and doing all that stuff like. You know, gaining no money from actually doing that, like, <laughs> like be, be, you know, being the holy hell or having a glorified squash match with uh, the biggest champion of your era uh, two years ago. That wasn't a bad. That wasn't a good idea. No, apparently not. Okay, just, just wondering. Um, Seth Rollins continues his. Should we call? Should we be calling Lesnar matches matches anymore? Should we? Just, or should we call them farces? Like, I understand it's fake sports, you can do whatever you want, but, like, bro, them shits aren't even, like, them shits are so one-sided, they're, they're ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, can, just, how about y'all try booking something else, like, for him to do? Like, if, if you're going, if, if Brock, Brock calls his own shots. If Brock Lesnar's is going to squash somebody, then beat him in five minutes. Don't come out here, have that man He's beat the hell out of somebody for 15 minutes and then go home with a, with, with a bitch with a gash on his head, talking about, are you entertained? Yeah. Not like, really? Yeah, like, it's not really, no. Um, Rollins continues uh, his babyface run, and it's just not, I don't th- know if it's something like... I feel like he got the best reaction he's had the whole time while trying to do this thing because they, they're they not, like, this is, like, the least jerky he's been, and I feel like the crowd, you know, the kids, at least the kids are behind him now. Yeah, I just don't know, like, if it's... 
me just wanting Triple H to come back so they can like get, get this shit with. going. Like, right, cause, because they're just going to hold it up. And sh- if they stretch this shit out to WrestleMania, I'm going to be fucking furious. Like, they need to be answering this by at least the Royal Rumble. Because that means, like, Rollins really is never going to win the championship from Owens. No, I don't think he needs I don't think he needs to be winning the top from Owens either, so... And I don't know. It's just like a bunch of... There's going to be more fuck finishes, and the rest of this year is just going to be... A nightmare on the raw pay per views. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you make of, uh, of, we haven't talked about it much on this show, but Chris Jericho um, in the list. Uh, I, How he's the most over guy in 2016? This is nuts. And on Raw? Yeah, he's the most over, or he's the second most over if you count AJ Styles. So, yeah. Like, right now, right, if we were to say who's the top, who are the top five guys? I think he's in, more over the, to Owens? Yes, he's more over to Kevin Owens. I don't know. Bruh. I think that list thing he, is... He's more, he's more over to Kevin Owens right now. Man. He, as of right now, he is. Bruh, they, they are here chanting Y2J. They're not yelling, like, let's go Owens or fight Owens, fight. They're yelling Y2J. Mm. Like, you're going on the list. Yes, yeah. the list. You just made the list. Um, like, yeah. he's their biggest, he's the biggest baby face in the company right now. Besides Goldberg, of course. Yeah. Um... It comes down to WWE not making good baby faces. Um, Roman Reigns and Rusev. They had I'll, they showed I'll, the Rusev family. Yes, that was what a, what an honorable guy, James. Like he bro. he shows us all pictures of his family, bro. There was no need for no DNA test. That is absolutely Rusev. That is absolutely Rusev's father. Yep. <laughs> them jeans, them, like them jeans, are dominant out there. There is not one. There is not one recessive genes in that. In that, you know. Uh, so, I got a question. Do you know what Vladimir Putin looks like? Yes. Tell me why the Rus- the, the Rusev doll looks just like Vladimir Putin. <sighs> I can't. You never realized it. You didn't. You no, didn't notice I did, that. I didn't. I Bro, didn't pick that he one looks up. Just the dog looks just like Putin, and it's like. I don't know if that was on purpose, if this is a, if this is a gimmick, or what, or what the situation is. But you know, uh, Roman Reigns is a jerk, bro. Yeah. Like, like why? I don't understand. Like, other than the USA versus Bulgaria via uh, Russia thing, like I don't understand. Why are we supposed to cheer that guy? I don't man? understand exactly. Why? I don't get it. I do not get it. Um, the women. Yes. Are going to be in the hell in a cell, and it is being treated as is this lifetime achievement award. Um, they deserve to be in the cell. Um, like, could they have made this a little bit more heated? Like, can they do like a brawl or something like in the upcoming weeks to really turn the dial up on this? Like, these women can't be controlled. Like, we've got to rather we got to make this important rather than more about history. I feel okay. Like. I feel like the only thing they would they're gonna get the history like, no matter what. I feel like the only thing they would they've had they would have had to do. Oh, actually, let's back. Let's go back further than that. Explain to me why shots why like they're learned like what you think of their long term planning for them to realize that oh yeah we have a championship match or we're gonna have our pay per view hell in the cell in Boston so we're going to what. Four or three weeks ahead of time, give Sasha the championship on TV as opposed to let her go fight for the and win the damn thing in, in Boston the cell. in the cell. I don't well, like what what is that? 
Yeah. It, How does that make any sense? I I don't think it makes sense. I think they 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 got their little cute thing when they say Charlotte's undefeated on pay per view. And the, but what I don't thing. I don't th- like, are they just gonna have her just keep winning the belt if, back if, every time? If that's the case, why didn't they just go out here keep the whole be- the whole triple threat deal of of um Bailey, Dana, and Sasha together for a couple more weeks until one of them until Sasha becomes a champion? Have them raise or have her come out for the bill, or better yet, they could have done exactly the same thing they've done, except um, not done the Bailey thing where Bailey beats or hurts uh, Dana, so Dana can't come out and help um, Charlotte at any point in time during the match, and have or done that and still had her screw over uh, her come out and screw over the main event, mm-hmm. and then say, you know what? You screwed. You screwed her over. She deserves a title match. And in fact, it proved that there will be no interference. Hell in the cell, first time ever. And there's your angle. Right. And then, all, and then all this other stuff about people complaining about is not about um, about people saying like the whole storyline isn't actually about how much they hate each other. It's about making history. Then you have it because honestly, when you talk about the whole history about the they don't hate each other enough. Well, I mean, you look at the three foods that are going into a to a cell. And, you, and that's clearly the, the most heated robbery of those three. They have more heated than Rosa and Roman Reigns? Like, yes. Like because What's their storyline? The storyline is he took the United States Championship from Rusev. He disrespected him, his not only his uh, wife, nope, go but back. his no, no, family. No, 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 no. How did we get here? Well, Roman Reigns failed a drug test. No, uh, no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I, I mean, like... What, what, SummerSlam. What, what started the feud between those two and him going after his title? He literally just walked through the curtain. Exactly. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. Uh, there's no. And look where we've gotten to now. But he bro, just read his wife and his family. Bro, in theory, that feud. And beat him up. In theory, that feud, that feud is already over. Yeah, he what, what else, what else, No, not even that. What else is there to prove? Uh, who's dominant? We already proved that. Roman Reigns beat him twice. He beat him, he beat him up before they even had a match, right? He beat him up before he even had a match at uh, at uh, SummerSlam. Yep. He beat him up in the pay-per-view, right, even after his wife had a count out two different times, right? Yeah. So, explain to me how they're having a feud and it doesn't involve Rusev being the aggressor or the person that comes out and beats the holy hell of Roman Reigns throughout the whole time to get the match. Other than always they, they, they gotta have Reigns. I hate to say it, but you know they gotta make Roman look strong. Boy. And apparently, like you know, people say that that Roman Reigns gets cheered against Rusev. I'd like to know where. Uh, as far as I can he see, get, he gets cheered the same way, like the same way he gets cheered by like for like a, a split second. So like, like if they he, finish up a match, he'll get cheered. But that's it. He's getting booed remarkably lately. As soon as the music hits, it's just like, yeah, it's bad right now. But it's, but even even so, right? I still don't understand how that's a more heated feud than Sasha and Charlotte seeing that you can like seeing what's happened over the over the time. Like they they're okay, they're friends. They um they they dealt, they both have double crossed each other all um all, along all this time. Uh, they've had matches and different iterations. 
and like they they still come out here and they kill you and they they damn near kill each other in every match in every big match they have or somebody landing on their neck mo- most time it's, it's Sasha yeah. or or on her back in a bad way like that is the feud. Do you think this will be the last match between them for a while? If so, where did it go? Because I feel like Nia Jax has been held off to you for a while. So I feel like she's the next so, challenger. Okay, so let's say, you know, I'm assuming Sar- Sar- or Sasha's going to win. So if that's the case, Sasha would probably be going moved on to wrestle. <sighs> yeah, she'll probably be moved on to wrestle Nia Jax, maybe Emelina. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um... But I don't. But I don't know. You know, once the feud is over, right now, I don't know what's next for Charlotte because Charlotte has to kind of has to go away for a little. Charlotte, ha- no, nah, they can't. They can't do that with her. Like she's she for them that for in her in their yeah. eyes. I'm assuming they're, that's number one. And number two is Sasha. Mm-hmm. And number three is Bailey. So I imagine um, they, they, it's weird. For, it's, in my opinion, they should go straight to the Dana Brooke thing, but. You heard people say they think that's going to be the WrestleMania feud, even though that's fucking nah, retarded. I almost said retarded. I don't think so. Even though that's, that's moronic, the feud should be uh, Bailey versus either or at going at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That should be the feud. Um, I mean, if I were WWE, I would go at having um, Sasha versus um, Nia Jax, give her a title shot or two. Mm-hmm. I would have Charlotte versus Dana right now, or like the next couple months. I will have um, Bailey versus Emelina. And then on the road to WrestleMania, I would put one of them on whoever is the odd person out, fights Becky Lynch, like goes to SmackDown, like lose or leave Raw. I, I don't think you even need to do that. I just think one of them needs to chill for a minute. Like, and it might end up being Charlotte. Or whatever, but like I think you send Charlotte to SmackDown at that point. You think so? Yeah, like like eventually because I keep in mind like she's the, the be- she's the best woman wrestler. She like, she, she is. I, I like I look I like um I like Charlotte. I like all of them, right? But given how given um, the amount of screen time she's gotten, given the amount of um, of quality matches she's had, given. Um, you know, the fact that she's Ric Flair's daughter. And, like, she is the one. She is the, the person. And, like, she is, and she's one of the few heels in wrestling that actually gets real live heat. And people hate that person's guts. Like, who is it? Charlotte? Miz? Who else comes to mind? Is a heel that's a real heel and not a baby, not just a top baby yeah. face that, that's, that's being a jerk in the company. Charlotte, Miz, uh... I think people just don't like Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin has go away heat. Let's see. Uh, nope, not AJ. Nope. That might be the number one baby face in the company. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Sheamus? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, Sheamus would be three. I think people like Rusev, though. But... Uh, I think... I th- if you were to ask me if he's closer to... Um, if you were to ask me if he's closer to someone like AJ Styles or Kevin Owens or closer to Sheamus. He's closer to Sheamus. I think he's closer to Sheamus yeah. in that situation. Um, I want to talk about the... Uh... Oh, before I do that. Yeah, like I was saying, um, at one point, 
having three of the four horsewomen on one brand is going to come back to bite them because there's always going to be the odd person out. So that's why I feel like around WrestleMania time, one of them has to go fight Becky after Becky whoops everyone's ass <laughs> over there. But um, I want to talk about what they're going to do. Are they just going to like cause, have two title matches? No, not that. I um, I mean, like as far as trying to explain, like how are they going to explain the storyline wise of how how one of them gets shipped over? Loser leaves Raw. Did they did they do that back in the day? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Bailey or Sasha will end but, up but, turning, but my, my and Bailey fights are there. Okay, my question is this though, right? If the whole storyline ultimately is is supposed to be this overarching thing of, it's really supposed to be a competition between Shane and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Why in the hell would either one of them let any talent at any ass hit trade? Okay. Like they would like they would get a yeah what's the word compensatory uh, pick like yeah we're gonna send you Charlotte and then we'll take back somebody else. You know it, it obviously wouldn't be fair, but you know. Um, I just want to talk about the cruiserweight division real quick and oh all the things I think are going terribly wrong with it. Um, I went. They put him in a death spot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like spot. I feel like you sh- the the cru- first time the cruiserweight should come on the screen is not ten thirty at night. Like that's absurd. Right. Like you're not setting these guys up for success. You're not trying to create any new stars. You're literally just trying to fill time. Yeah. And it's laziness, and it's an absolute slap in the face to what they did with the CWC. And I just wrote a couple things down, like, that, you know, things they need to do for the division to prosper. And this is going to be a future column, so I'm giving away some of it now. They have to ditch this branding shit. Like, if you got all that time to table up the ring ropes and turn them colors and all that stuff, it's just like you're ostracizing and tight-casting these guys, just like Jericho said in WCW. Like, it's a cast system. Like, these are guys are just the, this freak show that, you, that you're bringing out here. Um, they've got to, you know, eventually start interacting with more than just each other. It's just, you know, it's cool. They've got to get established. I understand that. But... How about a tag team match with, you know, just, just intersect some guys. Just have them walk by guys backstage. Have them, like, go up to Mark Henry or something and, you know, talk to them. Show something. They've got to do also, they've got to have more than one feud going on. Like, this Brian Kendrick versus TJ Perkins shit is wiggity, 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 whack. And they are clear. I don't, I don't know why you would care about TJ Perkins at all yet. I right. still don't know. Um, they clearly have something in mind for Cedric Alexander, so they're kind of, like, just keeping him there, but he really has nothing to do except just, like, you know, show off in these multi-man matches until he gets his chance. Yeah. But that kind of ties into something else, like, um, they should be flexible, like, and let whoever is, like, starting to get over determine where they go. All these guys are new, and... You can't get them all... You can't get everybody over at once. Yeah, but, like, the guys that are over and starting to get, like, Rich Swan, like, he's getting over. The crowd is, like, getting with him, and they want to beat him like a drum but the thing every is, week. But the thing is, he's getting over because of NXT, not because of, cruise, not because of the Cruiserweight stuff on, on Raw. He's I mean, getting over because of NXT. Absolutely. Like, I mean, if he's over, how can they argue with it? Like, they want... they want. What who, do you mean, if they're over, why would they argue I with know. it? I know. It's WWE. I know, and they keep doing this shit, and they wonder why they don't have... Baby faces that people care about. This is why, like, 
I agree. If, if, if you don't no, get over their no. way, and at the time they want, like, like why the fuck would we care about T.J. Perkins more than Riss Juan, bro? Right now, you're you're you look. Am I preaching to the choir? Yes. Like, but my question, no, you're preaching to the choir so much. It's like, I was like, bro, that's rhetorical. You were like, I can't, like, I can't believe that that he's not that he's getting over and they're not doing anything with him, bro. It's WWE. They yeah. don't give a fuck. Like, they do what they want to do. Um, also, like I'm saying, like, like I said earlier, the first time that we see a cruiserweight, it should never be 10:30. What are cruiserweights like primarily marketed towards? Kids, exactly. Like, <laughs> be, like especially the Luchador thing. The most are supposed to be superheroes or whatever. Or, and you have a motherfucker um, anchoring your division that's based on a fucking video game character, right? And and you're gonna wait till it's ten thirty when these kids are asleep. Yeah. Like Monday Night uh, Raw, that shit should like that eight o'clock hour. They should own that shit. Not even that. They should be on like at the latest or nine o'clock. The nine o'clock should be their time to go. And like, it's like they also. They can't keep packing six guys into one segment without a good reason. You know what's funny, right? Think of how these complaints you're talking. We're talking about trying to get over a million people all at once, right? Trying to get over multiple people all at once, um, putting people in bad spots uh, time wise on on the card. Don't or, it sound the like show. Oh, don't it sound like the woman's yep. revolution? Yep. There you go. Yep. And they like that just happened literally a year ago. They still ain't learned a lesson. Yep. Like think how long it took for them to get to fix this, right? Yeah. And they're still fucking it up. I uh, mean, now we're, I mean and, they're, and they're fucking it up all over again, except with, except with uh, cruiserweight instead of women. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Like, they ain't learned. They, they, they don't learn. They, they, they don't. They never learn. learn lessons. They never learn lessons. Um, and, you know, six-man six tag matches, if you want to book one of those, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll sacrifice that. But just don't have them all walking up to each other just to all kind of drop catchphrases and do bullshit. Like, it's just awful. Um, it's corny. They've got to have a well-known star... Enter the fray, like, like, why the fuck isn't Neville just walking up saying, "You know what? I'm better than all." Because of you. he needs to get beat clean by Bo Dallas. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that and, was awful. And bro. Yes, yes or no? Neville's not better than every single one of the guys that they have in the division right now. Oh, um, yeah, Neville's better than all of them. Yeah. So it, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, man. Look, they about to sit. They about to look. So. They about to have Neville get crushed out there, or, or he just got beat by both fucking Dallas of all people, right? Yes. Um, even though he was about to be in a tag team with Sami Zayn just a week ago. Yep. Who we'll um, get to momentarily. Yeah, and then Sami really sent Sami Zayn off to the slaughter, uh, off the slaughter now. Um, and then, and then you also got this, this like I don't know, man. It's so bad. Like I don't know what they're thinking. Like. In, in your mind, right? How would they fix this? Um, they have to keep recruiting talent for it. Uh, you don't think they have enough talent right now as is? The thing is, I feel like they just need more because they're gonna have to oh, spread well, it yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. Like they're gonna have to spread it out eventually. Like, and they might want to consider giving them their own show, like how they <laughs> had, like on the network, and and use like you know raw. To pretty much advertise that show and, you know, bounce guys back and forth. Like, you send Neville to go do that shit. Like, you send I think, Zane. I think, like, you do something. Okay. I think what they really need to do is um, quit playing around. In, or 
They should just put, don't they, fuck around they with it. They should be stupid. They really should have just put the guys on NXT. I don't understand. Like they're, 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 they could have made that the, the, the singles title on NXT. They are so I don't I don't know what it means like our show. The, I mean like I don't like I the mean, TV title is the cruiserweight belt. Pretty I much. I mean I don't understand why you can't have those dudes on Raw at the same time and have them on NXT. Right. Like, NXT is your feeder league. NXT is basically like your college basketball. Where you send guys away for one year so you can so they can get famous without you without your without your buzz machine, even though it is your buzz machine. But like basically, like there's somewhere else getting on TV somewhere, yeah. having people know who they are. So when they go, show up, so when you bring them up to the main roster to the big leagues, people, pe- most people in the crowd, or a lot of people in the crowd know who they are, and then the rest of people that maybe don't follow along or don't watch as much. Will follow along because they already their people already have a you know something going on around them. Yeah. That's I mean that's the main reason why Rich Swan has you know is actually you know people actually give a fuck when he when he's around as opposed to like um what's uh, Dorado what's his name Lince Dorado Lince Dorado yeah. it's like okay he showed up that one week and we you know like he's cool but it's like yeah. he's raw yeah right but I mean we've only seen him one, we only saw him one time. And like, uh, and he was in a couple tag team matches. I think he had a match on uh, NXT as well. But um, they've just got to, and I and I hate to say define their characters because I think that's like that character shit is overrated. But I don't think it's overrated. I think I, I really think it's an issue with WWE. Like they don't do that well. Like that's something they really struggle at. Like they're doing this redemption story with Brian Kendrick when they haven't shown. Like and he's a bad guy. Yeah. Redemption of a bad like, guy. Like, how the fuck are we supposed to shoot? Like, like is his last chance? Like, it, like he's coming out on the first week. This is my last chance. Like, you haven't had a first chance, motherfucker. Like, in most of these people's eyes, like, exactly. like these folks, like you know, maybe they missed your your run uh, from back in the day, like, bro. If it had it not been for the um, was it the old nine rumble? If not for the old nine rumble, just we go back to watch and see how like. How they messed up Orton's build at going into WrestleMania 25 when he lost to uh, Triple H. I would not have any idea who the fuck Brian Kendrick was. Right. I saw his interest at the Royal Rumble and then got thrown out like relatively quickly. That's the only way I know who Brian Kendrick was. Right. And Before uh, the CWC. And also, like, well, seeing some of the stuff on YouTube. Or not YouTube, but uh, like uh, behind the scenes where he's like, was training like Eve Marie. That's it. Right. And they. I just think they have this idea that they're sticking to, and they just don't want to deviate from it yet. Look, bro, it's the Divas, it's the, it's the Divas Revolution all over again. Part they two, ain't learn. they ain't learn. Yep, and and it's sad because it's like, bro, like, what was the, what was the reason of you like doing all um, this shit? What was it saying? Like, to, if you want to make omelet, you got to break a few eggs. Like, what was the point of you breaking all them eggs of Divas Revolution for you to come up with with the, and and fuck this like a like. The next, the very next batch of eggs, the very next day, like it makes no yeah, sense. Like, and then what's the, this message send to a guy like Ricochet, right? That sees how this shit is happening. Well, I'm assuming Ricochet comes up. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing cruiserweight shit. I'm like, I'm gonna be NXT. Well, I am. I'm, I'm gonna be NXT, and I'm gonna be out here like fighting against um, <laughs> fighting against. <laughs> Nakamura, because Nakamura's still gonna be around. <laughs> they gonna keep Nakamura down there forever. 
<laughs> that's like it was a gift and a curse with him winning the NAC title because it's like fuck that man has to stay around and defend this shit. Remember when we was, remember when we was out here when it was him versus Neville versus Sami Zayn who was rooting for Sami Zayn not to win the title. Yep. Like, Bitch, bro, I wrote a column need, that says like you need to lose so you can go ahead and just you know get yeah. the fuck out of here. You've been here too long. You need to get up there. I wrote a column. It was like, dude, are we sure we want Sami Zayn to win? Like, yeah. <laughs> and now and now look where we're at now. All this time later after he came champion. That man got hurt, and now he's back up here. He's a, he had one of the matches of the a match of the year candidate. Several of them, yeah, several of them, right? Some of the he's like he's probably like at worst the third best rest uh, in ring performer um, in WWE this year, right? We gonna see how good you are. And now, we gonna put you with Braun Strowman. And now that man has to carry Braun Strowman uh, around. I around can't believe the t- around the city. He's gonna have to. They're like, yeah, well, you go out there and work a fucking miracle, like. Yeah. <sighs> And they're gonna squash Sami Zayn. I can't believe this. Yeah, bro. I can't believe this. Not like, oh yeah, if we could have had them. We could have had like the, the most exciting tag team like since I don't know when. We could have the most exciting tag team of Neville and Zayn. Nah, fuck that. Make, we could much ne- rather have. Uh, we, we got Neville and Zayn versus the New Day. Nah, never mind. We we'll have this big lumber motherfucker throwing them around yeah. like terrible. Uh, um, we could have Zayn and Jericho. We had that for one week. We could have Zayn and um. We could have had uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Not, nope, none of that. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're saving some of this stuff or whatever. But like, bro, like we're at a point now where, all right, like you got to start emptying the gun at, now. At some point, like you know, just because I feel like they feel they feel really, really comfortable right now. Like they're really they are. You can already see them going into like cruise control to get the Survivor Series. Yep, because they already got their man. They already got their gloom. Their nice little main event. They already got their little their three matches of Survivor Series matches along with it. So like half the cards already done. Yeah, and they just they just put their feet up. We're rolling bullshit out there, but they what they got to realize is they have two pay per views to do in December. Uh, you know both brands. And then the Royal Rumble. And then all of a sudden, we're like, you're like, hold on, WrestleMania is here. Like, it creeps up on you real quick. And my, my question is this, right? Yeah. What exactly are the stakes for this, uh, for this, um, Raw versus SmackDown? There are no stakes. So why do we, why should we care? We shouldn't. Okay. Like, do, I mean, do we really, like, like, it's the, the same stakes there always been. It's the McMahons fighting with each other. With Foley and Daniel Bryan sprinkled in. But I don't understand, like... Like, SmackDown has to win. Like, don't they always win these team competition things? I don't know. I, I mean, I was they've never... They've won every that. single one that they've ever done. Like, really? including bragging rights and Survivor Series because they have to make it seem like it's on the same level as Raw. It's like, if Raw wins these, like, the men, the men's one, like, I'm pretty sure the SmackDown or, or Raw will win the women's one. And then the men's one will be won by SmackDown. Okay. And the tag teams. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, they... I don't know. But let's talk about SmackDown, man. I'm done with talking about Raw because there's just like... <laughs> I can just fire off on Raw so easily. But Raw has... I'll give them credit. Raw's been better it's recently. It's been better. still, it's like, but damn, bro. There's like... There's always you something. Still can, you, you, you know why? Because you can't justify... You can never justify three hours. You just can't. Yep. No matter how good... No matter how good... Jericho versus Rollins is... Or how good Kevin Owens and Jericho are in the... Are, are opening the segment and talking. Um, or how good... Go, you know, Goldberg is they have that they have that moment of you know that will probably be on the network forever and as a moment like no matter what happens you still you still have three hours of crap so you still have you know shit like 
<laughs> shit like um, having um, Puerto Ricans selling uh, bootleg bootleg <laughs> watches and shit. Like it's just it's just ridiculous, man. Like I just I, it's always going to be something. Always, they like it's too hard. Like, and I, and I wonder. I really wonder if, like, what, what's the tipping point on this where they they like, you know, bro, like you're killing our ra- like you're killing our ratings and people don't want to watch anymore. Period. Because it's three hours and it's gonna be bullshit at certain yep. at certain points and there's nothing we could do. Like, like, at what point are they gonna they be can't like? Can't justify because, this anymore. I mean, like, WWE, the audience has just been dropping. I mean, because Raw was three hours before and then they moved it back to two. Like, what changed? Like what caused it to change the first? What caused them to go back to two hours the first time, and what made them think it was a great idea to bring the shit back? It's the same. I mean, it's almost like saying like, "What was the, like the draft thing?" It's like you you tried the the, the, the the brand split before and you fucked it up in the past. What makes you think you can do it right this time? Like they're walking in the same landmines that uh, they did. Like it's gonna be very interesting to see how long this lasts. But on the SmackDown side. Uh, we opened up with a Randy Orton versus Luke Harper match. Just on the surface, I'd love to see those two guys run it. Yeah, we didn't get that. <laughs> we did not. We got Bray Wyatt being in a casket. In a fucking casket. And I, boy, I, my eyes on my, my James. Eyes how do you feel about this? Bro, because my, it's just like it's they they can't help themselves bro, but do bullshit with this. Bro, my eyes rolling back in my head like I was the Undertaker. I was like, <laughs> you can't be fucking serious. Then Kane came out the casket, bro. I, bro, I saw that Kane thing from a mile away too. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I was like, can't, like they like they gonna try and put uh, Orton in the thing or whatever after they interfere, and then Kane's gonna be there. Why? Who can't? Like they gonna have a tag match? Okay, whatever. But sure enough, lifted up. Oh, it's Kane, and they got a bad camera shot. Of yeah, it, it was like because you saw Kane in there before. Well, not even that. It was a terrible camera. Like he lift up the casket. And you in the camera shot, all you see is the back of the casket door opening up. You, and then they have to change the camera angle, and then you see Kane laying down. You're like, this production crew is terrible. I'm I'm there and like this is terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible camera angle, and I don't even know if Kane's actually in there for sure. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I'm guessing they're going to do a casket match with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. You think so? I felt like it might have been like maybe some a tag of, team casket. Yeah, match. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. I was thinking it was going to be some version of a tag match. Yeah. Like, you got to put Luke Harper to work, like his. Yeah, look, that boy got work to do. All these months he missed. Yeah, they got to work him and pin him <laughs> for Bray Wyatt. Um, Sacrificial an, land. Another Bray Wyatt feud where it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yep. Is this guy a lost cause? Is he in need of a face turn? What? can we do if you had to save Bray Wyatt right now what would you do um I know that's a complex question but okay. so <laughs> you give him a face turn um you give him a face turn and you do some version of creatures of, of creatures of the night or whatever with him um you also give him less uh you give him less talk time. Um, you have to sep- you have to separate him from all the Wyatt family members. He has to be out on his own. You have to get Luke Harper away and have Luke Luke do his own thing. Like you can't have him with goons or whatever or a click anymore. It's just over. Um, or um, you turn a face and you make him a tag team. Mm-hmm. You make you make Luke just Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt a tag team, and you go from there and you just run them out there like just like they're anybody else. 
You make him a mid-card instead of, a, instead of a, a fringe main event type guy. Right. Or whatever. And I mean, at least it gives you, at least it gives them legitimacy and time, and at least more time with the dude um, to work on some things as being, um, by being in the main event scene, or I'm sorry, being in the tag team scene and um, give you interesting tag team as opposed to just the same guy he's been for two and a half years. Um, yeah, I fire him but no i'm just kidding right <laughs> um i mean the thing is like you like you know, as much as we don't like him like he's clearly got something but like it's it's not quite there like it, it ain't it ain't all the way yeah yeah it ain't quite curling yeah you know like it's not it's like luther vandross's old jerry curl like like, like said it, ain't it, quite, it ain't quite all the way it was like dry for some reason like it's it's close but it's not there. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, you give him time to at least try and figure it out because he's on to something, but it's just, this shit it just ain't right. Like, like it just ain't right. Like, and also another part is like, you gotta, you gotta start trying to hide him. Like, bro, he does not, he's not a, he's never going to give you quality pay-per-view matches. So you gotta like, you gotta put, you gotta like, hide him off unless, somewhere, Unless man. Dale Bryan's in there with him, like, I don't or know. Or is Hell in the Cell. Yeah, or it's some type of hard-hitting, like, you know, last-man-standing type match or something like that. Uh, we had Alexa Bliss and Naomi fight. Alexa Bliss dressed like Freddy Krueger. Dude, this match was God so much better than... The, so uh, much better than their pay-per-view, pay-per-view match. Their yeah. pay-per-view match was awful. Oh, um... Yeah, I mean, I know I know we talked bad about Raw, but, like, I think Sheamus versus Big E was a good match, I think, also. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, um, and I also think... I think that was the best Dana Brooke match I've ever seen. Really? Even though she fucked up the, the, the finish. But yeah. <laughs> like, she, like, that's the only thing she botched. Well, Obviously, that's the most important thing, but she, that was the, like, that match was like a, like, that's like a match you would have seen on NXT, like, a year and a half ago and be like, okay, all right, whatever. Um, Wes Bliss got the win over Naomi. Uh, yeah. 50-50. <laughs> um, as they build Bliss up for her uh, women's title match November eighth, am I the only one that thinks that their few like her her promos are stupid? Alexa Bliss, every angry short woman you've ever encountered in your life. Wait, what? She's every angry short woman you've I've encountered. Never, in I've your never, I've never, like I know the short man thing. I didn't know there was a short woman. There, thing. I feel like there is. Um, I feel like she's a. Like, the character she's playing, I feel like it is someone that I used to work with, like, to a T. Oh like, her exact character is like, wow. But, um, we got to Dolph Ziggler, or excuse well, me, well, no, on, before like, we get there. I just want to, I want to talk, uh, like, sit here for a minute with, um, with the, the Bliss thing. Like, like, what sense does it make to say for you to be that, to be that, you know, diminutive in size, and then say to... Be- Five feet and, of like, fury. And then say to... Yeah, if that. And then say to, you know, Becky Lynch over and over, like... You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it because you're not like a... You're not you're not what a champion looks like. And it's like, well... It's WWE, uh, man. Like, they... I, I mean, okay, so... <laughs> I hate that, that answer, but... Maybe they don't think Becky's, like, attractive and an athlete and... Like, she's a charity case or something. They clearly think she's attractive, otherwise they would never hire her. Like, okay... 
I don't really want to get into talking about what women look don't good look look or don't look attractive and like because I don't, they, I don't want to do that. That's, that's really that's really that like that's, that's that's really in poor taste. But like, yeah, that's one. Like Emma, so like all of a sudden they looked at me like and like, oh yeah, we we just remember that Emma's not like just the bubble like the bubble girl. She's actually an attractive woman. So let's like push that as her new gimmick. Yeah, and like I guarantee, like watch it, it, it turns out to work out really well. What um. But Shocker. like, but the Becky Lynch thing is like Becky's an attractive woman. Um, she's very fit as well, and she's a lot taller than and she's a lot taller than uh, or not not a lot taller, but like she is noticeably taller than Alexa Bliss. So given like what the, the the way given the way we know like we like to joke about how Vince fetishizes uh, like physiques and sizes, whatever, mm-hmm. like. If we were to just like, if we were to just take a picture of these, like a a a, a uh, what do you call them? Eight by ten. Uh, a head, yeah, no, like a not not a headshot. If we were to just take pictures of from a photo shoots of Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss and give you the heights in, the heights next to them, or both of them, be like, what I would like, yeah, they're both and they're both. You never sign unseen who you gonna sign, Vince? She he was definitely signing um, Becky Lynch before you signed Alexa Bliss. So yeah. what is so that makes no sense, like. If your whole thing is a Try play, some new shit. but the thing is, if your whole thing is a, the play on the storyline of the meta storyline of you're not a you're not what Vince's ideal of what a champion is, so you therefore you should be champion. I should be the next person. Then that's clearly bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Like that's like that's like if Neville like walked up on Randy Orton and be like, nah, nah, you, nah, you ain't got you ain't got what it take. Like my like, Roman Reigns, that's not you ain't quite what they're like, looking what are you for. Talking about you know me. I'm where they at, you know. I'm where it's at. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking? Like, look, I understand. Like, you're super duper fit, but you're little. Like, that's not that's not what Vince ever has done. Aside from like backland, yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Um, Kurt Hawkins is lame as fuck. Oh my god. Um, we saw Apollo Cruz pop up for the first time in months. Where he slapped the shit out of him. Yes, he did. Um, I remember when uh, Buddy slapped uh, Cat Stacks. Yes, it was. That's what reminded me of. He slapped the, he slapped the shit. I never want to see Kurt Hawkins again. Same here. Like I will say like this: stay in the locker room. I will say this: it was funny when he looked dead in the camera and yelled "Kurt Hawkins." But that, other than that, like, nah, bro. That's Look, that, I, that came. I, I, I often reference this. You know that old Cool J diss track. Tell Wyclef why even why he even turned his fucking mic on, like. Like, why did they even turn Kurt Hawkins' mic on for that bullshit? And, and so he's like, he's Fondango now. That's bad. Oh, my um, question is, oh yeah, what what uh, show is Fondango on? By the way, SmackDown. And Tyler Breeze is on SmackDown. So they're supposed to be a tag team. Yeah. And we haven't seen them yet because they, or have we seen them? Yes, we've seen them. Did they fight? They had a good did match they, with they, American Alpha. That's why. That's right. They did have them. We ain't seen them since. Yep, they've been kind of like, you know, drifting. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know we're in a, a town of surgeon don't need any good workers we uh, possible out there. Right. It's not like they. It's like Apollo Cruz. We haven't seen him in two months. Terrible. But at least like with Paul Cruz, you'd be like, well, you know, da 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 da. You know, do. these issues. You have these issues of like what his character is and how to use this guy the right way, so it's better off to lead him off. Like with Tyler Breeze, y'all have always not given a fuck about beating him. Send his ass out there to get beat then, <laughs> and have a good and have good matches because we know he can do that. That's been his whole entire career, even in NXT, was to go out there, have a good match, and get beat. Um, Ellsworth had the promo backstage, yeah. which I felt was great. It was it was like, it was so honest, and it was so like, 
made you want to cheer that guy. Look, like, I, I, is, I, did Ellsworth come up with that promo himself? I was okay until I saw the fake crying because you could tell that was fake crying. Like, bro, I didn't care. Like, <laughs> like, bro, I, I suspended the disbelief. Like, look, bro, like, bro, if he's like, he's this good of a talker, like, shit, they need to get papers on that man, bro. Like, but they selling Ellsworth shirts on, yes. so they might already have that papers on that man. I think, know, I, will I, you be I, in the James I, Ellsworth surf, James? No, <laughs> Look, another James? You no, know, you got to support your fellow Jameses. So, my fellow Jameses? Yeah. I got to support my fellow Jameses? Yes. You know how many former presidents that own slaves had the name James, <laughs> the first name? You didn't support all Jameses? You must be out your goddamn mind. Get out of here. Oh, fuck James Buchanan. <laughs> James Madison. Yeah, fuck him too. Oh, man. Uh... You know, then there's, then there's James Brown. <laughs> yeah. You know. The, the woman beater. Yep. There's uh, James Ellsworth. There's, let's see. Bro, you mean to tell me that you name famous Jameses and you can only name four of them and then you came up with James Ellsworth after that? No, we're hold done, on, man. man. Hold on, man. No, there, man, we're there's, done. There's we more Jameses. Rock. You know, James Franco. You know. <laughs> James Franco. Look, man, we're done. It's fine. James Avery, you know. (laughs) James Avery. James Cameron. Yes, James Cameron. James Bond, you know. Not a real person. So what? So you might not. There's James Harden. There's James Harrison. Okay, so (laughs) you might. I'm I'm sure you you know this, or you might not know this actually, because uh, so when I was in grade, when I was in uh, school years ago, uh, yeah, elementary school and or grade school and all that stuff. Like, whenever you meet a motherfucker, you'd be like, what's, oh, hi, I'm, I'm James, James Boyd. James Boyd? That sounds like James Bond. Yeah. Wow. People used to love doing that. It's like, what the? There, there's James okay. Tony. James Tony, oh my God. What, who do, okay, you know better than James I Earl Jones. <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader voice. James Wilder Jr. <laughs> wow. All right, let, all right, we're done. Yeah, let's, get yeah, me move on now. More James, or can we move on? James Shields, James Worthy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because they're both big game Jameses? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, man. Yeah, we, that's it. That's on, it. Man. Okay. We got a pot. We're Compelling doing a radio. Ter- ter- Compelling ter- radio. Terrible radio. Compelling radio. Terrible. Um, let's get on. Fired. Let's get on to the highlight of the show. Carmella versus Nikki Bella in the shoot-off. Um, Carmella and Nikki Bella came out here and they just decided, you know what, we just gonna say some shit. Um, Carmella started getting on Nikki Bella about John Cena being her boyfriend and, you know, Nikki Bella becoming a celebrity in part because of it. Getting opportunities, I was like, oh, that's the same thing everything else has already said about Nikki Bella. Yeah. But then, like, she, like, kind of turned it up a notch. The total, the total, what was it, total baby thing? What was it called? Total? Yeah, something whiner, like that. Total whiner or something? Yeah, but, needy. She called her needy and yeah, all this other ne- stuff. Or total, or total, it was total neediness or something like that. Bro, that shit was fantastic. Like, it, to me, it was, like, almost, it wasn't as quite good, as good as, like, the, the Dolph Ziggler one, but it was, like, Wow! Like, <laughs> and then Nick was like, "Congratulations, you can edit." And then she kind of like gave her that, you know, I've been fighting my whole life speech, um, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, I had to come back from this neck. 
I really thought she was going to say something about Big Cass, but she didn't. Yeah. Um, I want to see these two fight because it seems like there's something, there's a real element to this feud, and there has been. Um, yeah, I mean, there is a real element. She keeps getting jumped on. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like she's trying to replace her. Like, she wants to be Nikki Bella. It's fabulous versus fearless. There's all the hats, the sneakers. Did, oh, did you think of that, or did, or did, uh, or was it already a thing? I thought of that. Fabulous versus fearless. Oh, I can tell you this right now. That's going to be used eventually. Yeah, yeah someone will get. Someone will do that. Like I guarantee you. I guarantee. Shoot you, me my credit. I guarantee you. Michael Cole is like at the at the like production meetings and, kicking, <laughs> and like just absolutely, absolutely just furious that he can't say that on SmackDown. He's not a SmackDown <laughs> announcer. Like, bro, he want, like I guarantee you Michael Cole wants to say that ten times in five minutes. I guarantee you he wants to say it. That many times. Like, I guarantee you, like, he has driven, like, JBL fucking up the wall at production Trying to tell him to say that shit. Yes. Guaranteed. I'm not saying that shit, Michael. (laughs) Michael. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, like I said, Fabulous versus Fearless. Uh, They've got the sneakers, the hats. Uh, Nikki Bella made herself into this hero for women while being scantily, dressed scantily clad. Uh, while wearing, while wearing the, the, draws. the shortest of shorts. While wearing, while wrestling draws. Wrestling draws, literally. Um, I think they, they 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 both did a good job. And yep, I think that was the best. I think that was the best my work Nick or Nikki's ever done. Period. Like you think so? What's better? Um, I, know, I know that shit she did with her sister wasn't wasn't where it's at. That shit was awful. When she eviscerated, what about when she lit AJ Lee on fire? I don't really remember. I think it was a part of, of a video package, but... Um, oh, you talking about when she did the video package? 31, when she lit her on fire, like, when she talking about all that shit, like, AJ says she doesn't do, but she's out here wearing, wearing fake uh, fake eyelashes and fake hair and all that other shit. I don't really remember. All right. Like, I'll, I'll show it to you after, but she lit AJ on fire. Um, I remember the I'm, one in particular I remember was when she, like, she was, like, champion for a year or close to a year. And then she did a promo, like, this before her match with, I think, like, I think it was, like, close to her, the time when she lost about the, um, to Charlotte. Uh-huh. And, like, the whole thing was like, what have you done over the last year? To, and it was, like, a pre yes. That was really good, but that, was, that wasn't live. Right. Like, I think that was her best live stuff. I really do. Like, that was really good work from her. Like, I was surprised. Like, I thought, like, they're handing her a mic. This is going to be terrible. I literally thought that. And, and she talked about the thing with the internet bullies, and that's that's a very that's real, real, real thing for her. Yeah, she been, she's gotten shit her whole her whole yep. tenure at WWE. So, uh, shouts out to them for uh, entertaining the hell out of me this week because I was just giddy over here yeah. watching it. Um, and I think whenever they do need to fight, when they fight, it needs to be no DQ. They 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 if anybody's earned feel, a stipulation, it's them. If I yeah if I. I feel like they've already like earned the right to like skip like the obligatory regular match. They, they've two. had one. No, I mean like if this was pay like if it was pay per view like nah. Next time they need to be on pay per view and it needs to be like a real live stipulation. It needs to be a real live stipulation like no DQ or something. I mean, because you know I think honestly at this point if I had to choose between who's been the better heel between Alexa Bliss or or Carmella, I would Carmella's been the better heel, but just yeah. like. Unless it's just a better worker. Less pressure. Less pressure. Like, you don't have to worry about basing the whole thing around the championship. You can make it around, like, a personal issue. I mean, and you could always do that with the belt. 
it just seems to work out a little better. I mean, like these when, two. I mean, I'm saying for, this as far as when they pick these two immediately go out. Like when they were having that was a six uh, six person thing for the belt or whatever. Uh, like when they picked this out on like who's gonna go with who. Like do you see it like. Nikki versus, and you saw, like, from the first time she attacked her to the second time she attacked her to the third time she attacked her to the fourth time she attacked her. And, it was, and like, you saw, like, where it was going, and you're like, okay. And then you looked around, and all of a sudden, like, you look up, and it's like, oh, okay, Alexa Blitches has a title match with out of nowhere at random, it seems. And they just, like, randomly chose her because yeah. she's the new one, and they're trying to, you know, get her over to, and she's so like. They're, they're going to feed her to Becky. Yeah, they, they gave her to Becky and, like, Becky's going to light her ass on fire. It was like, okay, that, I mean, that doesn't really. That doesn't really, yeah, that doesn't really help her out in the future because they they're giving her, like, having, like, a. It came out of nowhere. But, okay. Like, I mean, what would, what would be the case if, like, they had made, like, Alexa kind of be, like, the understudy for Natalia while Natalia was still a heel? Like, they could have done like, that, I, I, but I they would have really like the ropes, and then it, eventually, like, would have led to like she's going to have the title right now, but eventually, would have led to something. Some like type Natalia of, like, turning face, or, or no, or one of them turns on each other. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, they run the risk of the Charlotte Dana Brooke, like they're doing the same thing kind of. Yeah, off. that's a good point. So that's the only. But at thing least I, would I mean, say. but the thing is, this you could say like, all right, that's good, but like, can we do that well? Yeah, like I understand they're doing it with Charlotte and. Um, Charlotte and, and Dana, but, like, they're not doing it well. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Natalia. Um, the cats, my lord. Did you see her basically quoting Whitney Houston, like, lyrics? Yes, like, that was promo. hilarious. That shit was great. Like, and it, and I believe it. Children are our future, like, or something. She's like, that way. Was, yeah, the whole lyrics to, uh, to that, the, the, uh, the, the greatest, the greatest. Uh, love of all. Love of all, yeah. And then at the end, he's like. Dan Brown's like, are you, you cold with Whitney Houston lyrics? And the crowd chuckles. It's like, no, I just, I just want somebody. I just want to dance with somebody. And I was like, yep. oh lord, yep, <laughs> yep, bro. Like that shit was hilarious. Yes, absolutely. That that'll tell you right now, bro. Um, that Whitney Houston, I want to dance. With somebody that loves me is that is that heat? That um, pure unadulterated heat. We had Heath Slater, and Rhino, and Ziggler against the Miz and the Spirit Squad. Uh, and what they still around? It didn't really like push the the Miz, Miz, They gave him a week off. I say. Do you see how? Because they've been just on fire. Do you notice how Miz is wearing green to match with them boys? I didn't catch that, but now that you mentioned yeah. that, like you know, Miz all I'm in. I'm sure man. Miz thought about that. Miz all in. Yep. Like um, you can't like I, I, like people that hate Miz or hated Miz. Like what do they have to say now? Like how about it? Like, bro, like, okay, so he's been champion before or whatever, but I feel like Miz, like, is Miz doing the best work of his career right now? Yes, this is his, this is his peak moment. You know how we say niggas are peaking in yeah. his zenith? This is it yeah, for him. I feel like it. I feel like it. Like, like, I don't know if he'll ever be any better than this. Hey, bro, he's had, like, at least three matches. He's had at least, like, three or four matches this year that I felt like these are, like, the best ma- his matches I've ever seen. Like, he's peaking as a wrestler and a character right yeah, now. Yeah, like, the match he had, like, the two ma- like, both matches with Ziggler, the match he had with AJ Styles, the triple, th- or quadruple, uh, or, sorry, the fatal four-way match, I was called a quadruple third match, but the fatal four-way match he had with Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and, uh, and Sami Zayn, like, like, what you gonna say? What else you want from this dude? Like, like, and then, like also promo the year, promo the year candidate when he set hey. da- when he set Daniel Bryan on uh, on fire with that ether that made his soul burn. Well, Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year nominee, The Miz. Uh, I wouldn't go 
of that far. Look, I, w- I would say we gonna have to we gonna have to talk about it. He's definitely most pro wrestler. We're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, I think he'll be somebody that like might end up getting left on the cover room floor, but he'll be somebody that get considered. Like, his name yeah. will get brought up. Definitely. I'll say yeah. his name will get brought up. Like, like so, you know, they're going to have to bow down, you know, <laughs> as they say, you know, recognize and move around for the, for the Miz. That's what they got to do. Um, like, it's crazy. Like, and, you know, it, I, I know they, they're probably so, like, happy because between Miz and Ziggler because... Like, you know, they're actually friends mm-hmm. backstage. So, like, I know, like, they, they're, like, so happy for each other that they, like, they're actually, like, getting each other over and this is working. Um, I think this is the defining, uh, like, mid-card feud or intercontinental title feud, like, of our era. Like, th- dolls, they've fought each other a bunch of times for, like, Summer Slam 2014. What was the match? The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Like, this is their spot. Huh. I never thought of it like that. Like this is like like the defining like, you know, you know, as they say like uh like the late 80s like, you know, it was honky tonk man like oh, shit. that was his his point. Then at one point like Bret Hart defined the belt like with, you know, the guys he had it with for a year or two. Then it was like Razor Ramon and all those guys like right now it was the Miz and like Dolph Ziggler. See, I would say that, but then again like we just had Kevin Owens be champion, Intercontinental champion for a minute. And that, and yeah, but was- he but I feel like Miz, both Ziggler and Miz are five-time Intercontinental Champions. Okay, the, I get it, I get it, I get it. And okay. the Miz may have been, and Ziggler may have been overcast as world champions, but they fit perfectly as, like, the, the Intercontinental Champions. I get it, okay. Um, Main event, James Ellsworth and AJ Styles. With Dean Ambrose doing all types of fuckery that makes him look like a loony bin oh, and not a real on. contender and and needs to just stop. Um, the super kick. <laughs> no chin music. When he hit that, what was your reaction, James? My four of my arms is like, wow, they're really going to give this man a, a near fall against Kevin against uh, AJ Styles in a in a title match. I can't believe this. They are a lot um, better than me because I'd have killed James Ellsworth in ten seconds. Yeah, same here. But they leave the door open to do more but with it, him. But at least the story is like there's so much fuckery going on from from um, Ambrose that AJ can't concentrate and it's making him furious. Yep. So he's making mistakes and being sloppy. And I'll give them credit like the DQ it was a smart finish because obviously whether whether like we think is real or not they have something with James Ellsworth that, that folks are willing to buy into and at this time of year they need anything to make people excited. Uh, James Ellsworth came out there this week with his own music. It was hilarious. Um, yes. And they keep them. And as I said, that music is better than their top baby face on Raw. <laughs> they um they keep him uh, fresh for a guy to really take him out and do something to him. And someone else, I think more people will probably be able to get over at Ellsworth's expense. Like, what happens when James Ellsworth comes around the corner and he runs into Baron Corbin? Oh my like, God. you tell me people aren't going to be rooting for James Ellsworth to beat him up or to fight Baron Corbin and then let Corbin destroy this man and, like, it won't work? Like, it, they they are on to something with him. And I think the DQ finish was smart. Uh, yeah, I'll give him credit for that. I, I got a question for you, right? Yeah. 
So, do I really believe the shit I'm saying? How, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> how well does how like how do they handle the Ellsworth thing, the crowd? If like not for the fact that Goldberg was on TV the night before, so instead of like chanting Ellsworth, Gold- yeah, so instead of chanting like "Let's go Ellsworth," they were chanting Ellsworth like in the Goldberg. Way. Yeah, well, like, they I, were actually in Denver too. Right, I know. So, so same, same town, yeah. But I think I, I feel like I mean they wouldn't have gotten too far away. So like you know, yeah, they, it could have happened it, without it. Yeah, like if you like okay, if you're watching SmackDown, chances are you you tuned in to watch Goldberg on Raw, right? So you would so I feel like they would have picked that up on they would picked up on that anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like it, I'm sure that's a big part of it, but it um, if they have. The guy, if if it's getting over, don't go away from it. Value it. You're obviously okay. they're obviously making money off it right now. They're selling these shirts, and they got all the superstars tweeting about it. Like Alexa Bliss was tweeting about it. Becky Lynch was tweeting about it. Uh, Dean Ambrose was was telling people to go to the merch stand and buy them. Like yeah, in the middle of the match. Yeah, like so somebody getting a check on this shit, Vince McMahon, you motherfucker. You are a motherfucker, Vince. Always trying to make a quick dollar. Right. <laughs> question: If they was if they was really that bad about it on trying to uh, you know sell merch or whatever, how come they're not making any new Daniel Bryan gear? Um, too depressing. They they I don't know if they just want to sell button down shirts, James. What you mean? They're just button down, just plain button down like, shirts. How, like how are there not like any foliar Daniel Bryan commi- or uh, GM shirts? I'm the GM, like. Or, or, They'll come up with something catchier than what I can come up with in five seconds. But yeah, like I'm sure they came up with something. They could have came up with like a Shane McMahon Stephanie shirt. I don't know. Like Vince always trying to make a dollar, so I yeah. figured you know <laughs> he would have figured out a way to make a to monetize that, and make a quick buck. Yeah, that's all. Uh, but yeah, those were the two shows. Um, yeah, those were the two shows. Those were the two shows. So, all right. So, if you were to give, is there some news this week? If you were, to, well, well, hold on. If yeah. you were to give uh, Raw a grade this week, what would it have been? B minus. What do you give SmackDown? C. Okay. Um, TNA's on his deathbed. I don't really know nah. that much about the situation, but yeah, if they could hurry up and fold, it would. Yeah. It would. Be alright. Man, they've been me. they've been going out of business for like three years. <laughs> like just just die already. Like, no way. I'm back. Like, they they permanently uh, live like the TNA motto. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought we was finished. Like that was that is the <laughs> company line. Um, they also have uh, there's more details with Paige. Um, she proposed Alberta Rio. In the ring. Congratulations to them. Yep. Uh, besides that, I don't really have too much more to say. But they... She has the... I think she had her neck surgery this week. Oh, she got... Or she paid out of her own pocket for it? <clears throat> yeah, I, I believe so. Mm. Which isn't a good sign. Because they have WWE saying you don't need the surgery. They're going to other doctors and saying, yeah, you do. And... It's just going to be a lot of confusion. I, I, I mean, feel like I don't feel like we're going to be seeing Paige with WWE. I, I can, longer. I can, I, I, this is what I'll say to you. Um, that's something that happens a lot of times in, um, in, in you know, pro, pro sports where, um, you have, 
your your doctor doctor either you pay your money you pay money to out of your own pocket has a difference opinion from the team doctor or the company doctor or whatever and you go with your your the team and honestly either you go with your the doctor you pay your own money to as far as how to take care of your own health and honestly bro like outside of Tom Brady um having his own doctor do or t- uh, repair his knee after he blew it out um, at the beginning of the LA season. I can't think of another single time where like somebody had some had some type of surgery in that situation, with con- that kind of conflict, and it ended well. Mm-hmm. That's the only one. Like remember T Mac and remember T Mac and the Rockets at the end. Yep. When he sh- like he was like, yeah, I'm not about to play. Like he's like I need microfracture sur- surgery. No, you don't. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go handle well, this. Well, how about this? I'm missing the rest of this season because I'm going to get microfracture surgery. So you can do what you want to. All right. Uh, and where do you, I think a year, the very next year he was a Nick. Yeah. And he was like finished after. Yeah, he was done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what else is out there. This. Oh yeah, check out New Japan. Uh, the last two or the last event they did, I think, it was King of Pro Wrestling. And there are horror stories in the NFL about that. Oh really yeah, horror stories. Like. Horror stories. That's what I like said. Like there, there are so many things I've heard about. I've heard about. Like well, look at the Des Bryant thing right now. Like they're saying, well, you you can't do, you can't get any worse by not playing. Well, you can't get any better, better motherfucker. Like what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you guys, uh, if you guys uh, have New Japan World, check out King Pro Wrestling. Those last two matches: Kenny Omega versus Hiroki Goto and uh, Okada versus Marafuji. They came out there and had a classic. I I don't know how to describe it. I asked James, will we see a better WWE match this year? He said no. Uh, about the Marafuji Okada match. And Actually, you asked me, will there be a better? And I yelled immediately, no. For whatever, okay. whatever, whatever you would have said, I would have said no to. All right. Because uh, you know they don't. We don't really do the whole like um, great work with clean finishes thing over this way, over this <laughs> over on this side of the pond. So. You know, we don't really do that. Like, we do the NXT. We don't do it in the main roster. Right. But, you know, that's, you know. I feel like um, somebody's watching me. But um, <laughs> I wow. feel like Raw is set up to be filled with fuck finishes until the Royal Rumble. Um, maybe maybe beyond that. I mean, honestly, bro. Raw well, pay-per-views. The only time you can be generally comfortable with expecting there actually, actually going to be a pure finish in WWE is WrestleMania. That's it. <laughs> And even then, you might get some bullshit. Yep. You know, you might get you might get a rock match out of nowhere with, with, with dropping there in with, six with, seconds. Yeah, with with, with fucking Air <laughs> Rowan. Rowan. Oh man, Air you know, Rowan in the Rock, hundred thousand was there. Yeah. Who knew, I, bro? So I I I just I don't know. You gotta figure it out, man, bro. Tell me how. Eric Rowan had a pay-per-view, had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania before Dolph Ziggler. <sighs> Tell me. How? How does that make sense? Houseway. <laughs> wow. Will Dolph Ziggler get a one-on-one match next year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. Bitch, I believe it when Look, I see it. fuck no. Like, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> Bro, like, bro, they're at the point now where I almost feel like they're conspiring against that man. They're like, singles match? For what? Like, <laughs> bro, especially after, look, look, seeing that he's champion right now, like, that's just really cool and all, but after SummerSlam, bro, like, if, 
I only expect I expect that man to lose every time now. After that, that SummerSlam shit, that man did all that great work to get himself hot back in these streets and crowd wanted it. They said, nah, fuck him. Yep. Fuck him. Thumbs down. Well, no. Thumbs like, down. Like they, they beat that man like a drum for all those years. And that, that is, that, like you said, that credibility. Yeah, you know? They ruin your street credibility. Absolutely. Yep. That credibility, and, and they have it basically. The, 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 the crowd came to collect. And uh, the premium hadn't been paid on the insurance. <laughs> and, you know, it just didn't connect. So, uh, I'm trying to think what else. I don't know, man. We got the uh, NBA season starting pretty soon. I guess, Yeah, next week. So, I guess we'll do a podcast next week? Sure, we can, we can talk about the NBA. Uh, I did a fantasy draft for the NBA. Uh Two hundred dollar cap and ten, tell, tell him how much twelve team league maybe yeah tell him how much Wade and Dwight Howard went for Woo! Dwayne Wade went for a hot seven dollars and Dwight Howard went for four wow just to mention I got Joel Embiid for four dollars four dollars four dollars four dollars is like I know obviously a different sport and everything but like four dollars is like Joe Flacco money in fantasy football maybe league. less. Well, Flacco was Super Bowl MVP, and then the very next year he went for $2 in our league. Yes. <laughs> and, and was that the only time he was drafted ever? I believe so, yeah. Like, he's on a team now, but he wasn't drafted. Yeah, like, you, you pick him up the, the scrap heat, bro. You can't yep. be out here dealing with that. Yep. I, um, I've got uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, I figured um, he'd be on a mission. Like... Steph Curry is obviously. I think he's gonna. He's not gonna do what he did last year as far as like the thirty a game and all that. I don't think. Nah, nah, nah. Because he got to share shots. shots. So I was like, I'm gonna take the dude that seems like he's possessed, uh, <laughs> and Damian Lillard, uh, and he's gonna you know have the ultimate green light, especially when he's playing them niggas. Like, um, I, I went ahead and took Clay Thompson because I feel like he's gonna shoot fifty percent from three this year <laughs> because he's gonna have all those open shots, all the space in the world. I got Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Andrew Williams. Those are like the guys I'm anchoring the team around. My bro, there's a great chance that there might be like the Warriors might have three guys that go 50, 40, 90. <laughs> <laughs> because think how, think how easy those shots are going to be. Yep. Think how much space they're going to have. Like like things going to be so easy for them because of all that. Like this is not the same thing as like the Heat. Like when the Miami and when LeBron and Wade got together. Like all these dudes are like all the, like. We're talking about literally what three of uh, by the time their careers over three of the what ten greatest pure shooters of all time playing together. Not fair. Like man. all that, all of that space. Like it's one thing when you you you're trying. You can't double those guys and get and get back out to all of them. Like, I was gonna take it like two. Pu- I was gonna take it like at the most three passes and a ball, and it's a wide open three point shot. And then you got Good luck. Drake, Drake in the middle, like making plays. Like if he get, gets the ball, he's with gonna even find more, a with even guy. more space than before. Yep. Like they're gonna find the open guy. Like who bro, are you doubling off of, bro? Like, I'm telling like, you, Harrison Barnes ain't out there no more, bro. Like <laughs> the Kevin, like the Kevin Durant, like the, I'm sorry, the Steph Curry Kevin Durant pick and roll is gonna be like the most unstoppable thing we've ever seen. Like what? And what fuck happens, the sky hook. bro? And what happens when they start, bro? And, and what happens when they start doing shit like screening for the screener? Like they'll have like they'll have Durant handling the ball, no, Curry screen. Have, no, no. Have, Curry have Curry, the ball. Curry handle the ball and have Draymond and have um, and have and have Durant and have Durant go screen for or sorry, have Draymond screen for Durant who goes to screen for, for Curry. Bro, you what are you gonna do with that? Get look, lose. That's yeah. what you're gonna do. <laughs> hey bro, I, I, 
you are going to lose. Like, yeah. Gloriously. We'll we'll save it. We'll save it. Like, this is. Yeah. This shit, like. Yeah. Um, Like, you remember when, how, like, hyperventil. How, like, the way that, um, after the decision with LeBron and, and, and everything, how, like, Jeff Van Gundy was hyperventilating about how, like, this, how they're going to basically, like, like everything's at stake here. Like the win, like the 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 thirty three game win streak from the Lakers, the seventy the seventy two win Bulls season. Like everything is at stake here. Like this might be the greatest team we've ever assembled. Like they're going to like destroy this thing. Like that's how I feel about this team because uh-huh. of that shooting, bro. Like there's nothing you can do with these boys, and they're all twenty eight or younger. Yep, cheating. Like it's, it's crazy, man. It's no. crazy. Like, cheating. Like, bro, think about how crazy, Hijacking the league. Think about how crazy this is, right? One of our best friends, closest friends, is getting married on Friday. And I am and I am happy for them, and it's been a long time coming. They have two beautiful girls uh, together. They've been together since 2005. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, I'm glad for them and everything, but, like, the wedding's at 530 on that Friday, and, like, the, I'm, I might have missed the Warriors second game of the season or parts of it. That's how that's that's how serious this is for me, man. Two words. Open bar. <laughs> yes. oh, on that note, we are going to get out of here. Uh we yeah. we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Uh but uh enjoy. Uh make sure you guys check out the Wrestling Squared Circle on uh, I Facebook. Need, I need somebody to come take my car keys from me now ahead of time for yes. this open bar. Yep. Uh, James is going to leave his car keys here and then drive home after. Um uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> If you're about, about to get Ubered from the beach. Yep. About to get Ubered all the way from the beach back to the crib. Uh, the Wrestling Square Circle on Facebook. Over 1,000 members. Uh, finally made it. Um, make sure you check us check us out on uh, Mondays and Tuesday nights with those live threads. We have a good time in there. But um, that's going to wrap up the show. Peace. Later. <laughs>